Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. My name is Nick Mercer. I write Concussion Talk, www.concussiontalk.com. This is episode 19. Today I'll be talking to Catherine Snacker. Catherine is the founder of Pink Concussions, www.pinkconcussions.com, which is dedicated to the improvement of the research, medical care, and community support for females with brain injury, including concussion. Okay, so I'm now talking to Catherine Snicker of Pink Concussions, and I will get her to introduce herself and talk about her background a little bit. Hi, thanks for having me on your podcast. Okay. Um, I professionally am a have a master's degree in social worker. I'm, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Um, and then on the brain injury side, I had my first concussion in sports, probably when I was about 16 years old, and then had two car accidents, both in uh, one in high school and one in college, which really sort of set me on the trail. Um, up to now, I've had about 25 concussions over 30 years. I concuss every year and a half or every two years. This has been a bad couple of years. I've kind of concussed a couple of times this year um, in the last two years. Um, I started Pink Concussions in 2013 to look at female brain injury, and that's kind of the space that I'm spending most of my time in working right now. Well, it's great. So I was going to ask you if you've been concussed, but you obviously haven't. Actually, when I contacted you, I contacted you last week. You said you had been concussed, so you were. So you've recently you've recently been concussed as well, have you? Yeah, it's been about a week now, oh. week or two weeks. It I can see it mostly um, when I'm quiet. I can tell that it's that you know my brain is reverberating, and a scrolling text really makes me nauseous. Like I've been off really? Twitter. You can always tell. Like we always joke um, that instead of return to play, it's return to Twitter. Yeah. And when I'm concussed, I can't watch. I can't have scrolling. Well, that's text. why it's healthier for anyway. Oh, this makes me sick. But yeah, I, I generally don't tell people. Like I, I, I told one of my board members and one other person, and I just gutted it out. Um, yeah. So I, I love to change it so that when people get concussions, it's more natural to share with people. Yeah, well, that's good. 
So, well, okay, so that kind of leads me to, but you started as pink cousins, you said you interested for earlier, so take talk about pink cousins and why, and why you thought it was important to introduce this and what you'll be doing to do with it. Pink cousins. In 2008, my son got a concussion um, um, at recess, standing there hit by a soccer ball. And that started me, he was out of school for two and a half months. And that started me researching about concussions and going to medical conferences. So um, from 2008 to 2013, I spent in the sports, youth sports side. And I had a web, have a website called SportsCap. Dot com and then I helped schools and um, local organizations, sports organizations set up concussion plans. And I got called in by the NFL because they liked what I was doing and spent a couple of months talking about doing a program with them. Um, in the meantime, I was helped doing a support group for kids with post-concussive syndrome and it turned out to be 13 girls and two boys. And the two boys got better before we started. So I spent 10 weeks, four hours a week with 13 girls with post-concussive syndrome. And talking to those girls, who never met each other, I really saw some similarities in their experience. Um, then, uh, so I wanted to do something, and then I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And working in schools and working with teams probably wasn't the best thing when I was going through chemo, so I started thinking about doing a website. That became Pink Concussions, and right um, during the Super Bowl in 2013, Roger Ganell and Jim Nance were uh, discussing um, uh uh, concussions and Jim said to Roger, uh, women soccer players concuss more at a higher rate than male football players. He screwed up the quote, and everybody on Twitter was like, Where did that come from? Where did that come from? And I knew the study he was talking about, so I threw it out there that, Hey, I got this study up on my site, Pink Concussions, and then it just was kind of like wildfire after there. Huh. After that, um, I was at an NFL press conference when the um, GE. $10 million initiative was um, started. And at the time, $10 million seemed like a lot. Now they just offered $100 million. But um, I said Pink Concussions. I'm a reporter from Pink Concussions, and that got in Slate Magazine. So it's been a really catchy term. There are people that don't like it and think it's it's derogatory. But you know, it's a really short way to have people know exactly what I'm talking about. So now we have run um, – we've had a website for a couple of years. We have – um, run uh, support groups online. I have a whole group of interns that have worked with for me for a couple of years. We did a conference at Georgetown Medical School this past February, which is the first in the history of the world meeting on female concussion and TBI. And in about two weeks, we have one at the VA in Palo Alto, and then in about six months, NIH in Bethesda. So right now we're trying to train the doctors and pull the researchers together to really have a sense of how female and male concussions are different. Oh, you're sounding really, really busy. Yeah, so it's, so you started up obviously with male, like your son, and on football more, so you're more male concussions, but you end up going towards female brain injury and concussion was pain interest through... Through said through that group, only all the women, all the girls were left after the, the boys healed. So, yeah. so what? So, so that's so that's why pinking. That's why you started pinking cousins. But yeah. can you 
And so many people were already doing the sports. You know, yeah. there are, Chris Nowinski is just amazing. And, and anything I wanted to do in sports kind of replicated what Chris did. And Chris and I are friends. And yeah. I didn't want to do anything that would compete with what Chris was doing. So I was also looking for a space where I could do some work that, that other people weren't doing. So um, in 2013, there was no one doing female head injury. And only now in 2016 do you start to see it as a topic. It was here and there for an hour. On uh, Every conference may have had an hour presentation or you know a little segment here and there, but nobody thought there was enough content there to pull it all together. So what I've tried to do is pull together all the great researchers that's out there that just didn't have a place for it all to gel together. Yeah. To, you know, So it's not it's it, there's so many amazing experts working on this and their little they each have their little piece so i've just been the glue to try to pull all of their great work together in one place as it was takes on your website you give a lot of, a lot of studies and a lot of research about this but you also mentioned three important facts about female concussions so can you just tell everybody what your three main facts are three important facts and why they are as important um, one of the things that we've noticed about um, female concussions is that females concuss at a higher rate than males. Now, if you piled up all the male concussions in the world and all the female concussions, men have overall numbers more concussions, partly because you guys do more stupid stuff. <laughs> and if you go on the Internet and you type in jumping from roof to pool – you know, hundred out of every one hundred, a hundred out of every hundred one on there is going to be guys jumping. You know, once in a while you'll have a, a female that takes risks, which is personally what I did as a tomboy. But um, in general, you guys do more stupid stuff, more risk taking, more fast driving, um, more. Um, so there are more male concussions than females. But if you take a thousand hours of play of a particular sport, and it's been shown in a number of sports now in um, uh, soccer, in um, uh, basketball, in softball, um, and you take a thousand hours of men playing versus a thousand hours of women playing. And depending on the sport, women cuss two to three to four times men. Wow. So that was one of the initial um, studies, and this has been they had this data out since 2009. This isn't cutting-edge data. And I was actually in uh, the congressional briefing on this, and one of the congressmen, uh, people, congressmen asked uh, Don Comstock, you know, how much more research do we have to know? And Don's like, we don't have to do any more research. We know this is true. Okay. Who's, other, who's, Don, who's Don Comstock? So Don Comstock is a great researcher who researches um, something called Rio, and that's where high schools put in their concussion levels. Okay. So Don's been doing this work, showing this over and over. But people really didn't care. Yeah. And doctors were kind of writing it off and saying, well, women just complain more or report more, um, which kind of annoyed me because I talked to the, the girls that I talked to and the experience that I had working with. I found plenty of girls were hiding their concussions. Um, the next part is their symptoms are different. They have generally more symptoms than men. Men will maybe if there's, you know, 20 five to 30 different symptoms of a concussion. Men may have two or three. Women have four or five symptoms at the same time. They also seem to feel them more intensely, um, and there may be a hormonal component behind that. And then they take longer. women take longer to recover than men in general. Not every woman's going to take longer than every man. But if you look at the together, 
um, it shows women take longer. Now, we don't know whether that's because women take longer or whether we're not doing recovery properly for women. And so that's one of the things that I'm working very hard on is trying to see, um, trying to push a different um, clinics to really do female-based treatment to see if we can find a way to cut down the amount of time it takes women to heal from concussions. Wow. Okay. Well, so I see uh, you're uh, to change these, not change these facts, but improve them. What are you doing? Like three part questionnaire, what are you doing research wise, medically or publicly to try to help improve this, the rates ratio and the length of length of recovery? You may, those are three things in a row. You may have to like, okay, yeah. I don't know if I can do three part question. Okay. okay. Uh, research wise. <laughs> Research-wise, I'm researching. Um, I'm on my third year of tracking 11,000 kids um, in the Norwalk Public Schools, the city that I live in, and I track their concussions over an entire school year. So this will be the third year. So I have the number of concussions in our school, which are usually about 111, 112. Um, but I have by gender, by um, by age. Um, I can tell you the concu female concussions in the middle school that were sport, male concussions in the high school that were non-sport. So I have this really great data, and I'm going to be publishing that next uh, spring with um, University of Connecticut. Um, and then I have a research paper that was published this year, so I'll be presenting that um, at a couple of conferences coming up this fall. Um, okay, so that was that was research-wise. Okay, so you're doing this personally, personally you're doing these... But is it, it's pink concussions. Is there, yeah. is there any research in the wings that pink concussions once hold of? Yeah, so that's that's. I mean, that's through pink concussions that I do that. Yeah. Um, and then, um, what politically? That was the next one. Well, medically or public and oh, publicly, at, publicly and at, both. I guess I never, yeah. Publicly is publicly really so. So this conference at, at, at the VA is really important. It's really important because our organization, and I think we were the first to do this. I'm seeing this more often now, but we do sports, um, violence, domestic violence, uh, stranger violence, um, trauma, which is accidents, and military service. We do the whole spectrum across um, women's lives. And so that can be shaken baby to uh use sports to learning to drive a car to dating violence to military service to accidents and fall to elder care abuse so it's really the whole spectrum of a woman's yeah. life um so we have a conference coming up at the va on october 2nd uh 6th and 7th of and this where month is it? so where's it in the it's at palo alto california Alto, California. So that's really great. And we're having a lot of military people come to that event. And then the next event is in March, a second and third, also a free event at NIH, the National Institutes of Health, and that's in Bethesda. So we're really excited to, to be able to be the kind of the lightning rod of bringing all these really amazing people yeah. together. Um, the last, see, I can't retain the, the third well, one. So I just kind of missed all the other. So it's research medically and publicly. So you just yeah. speak public, whatever publicly or medically. I talk to a lot of reporters. You know, I, yeah. Um, I try to be available for every reporter that calls, and sometimes that'll be three or four reporters a week, and that's 
sometimes it'll be one or two. Sometimes it's TV. Sometimes it's um, magazines. I'm in a, a magazine called The Key, which is a sorority magazine. It's national and it goes to all the sorority sisters of Cap Cap Gamma and all the houses and all the parents. That's coming out, um, a feature story on female concussions. So it takes a lot of time. You don't earn any money for doing that. Um, but it's just trying to get the word out there. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times I'll, I'll be the backbone of a story. I won't mention us or pink concussions, but a reporter will call and say, hey, can you fact check this for me? So it's really important to try to help reporters, connect them with doctors, connect them with um, people that have had con- women that have had concussions that want to talk to reporters. So I just try to help reporters get better stories and more stories out on female brain injury. And are these reporters just general reporters, like reporters for – you know, just are these mostly more like are they more sports reporters or female sometimes, writing female issues or sometimes it's um so sometimes it's women's health sometimes it's uh hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST sports stories sometimes it's uh, a school reporter on a back to school event um but you know it kind of varies and i just try to be available for everyone and i have resources that i send out and links um um and you know it takes up a lot of time but yeah. i think it's pretty valuable so you seem you seem very really busy at both both ways with that and with the uh, event you have for pink concussions this palo alto conference and uh and one the one in march so you didn't know you do like have you kind of try to have conferences every six months or ever or do you just have them when they come across along 
Um, I ran four conferences in 2014 on return to learn and um, uh, how schools can prepare to manage kids' concussions better. Um, I took a year off to fundraise for the, the Georgetown event. Um, and so I'm trying now to, to get a conference out every six months. Um, and what we've been doing is free conferences to try to get as many people as possible. Um, it's tough to put on a free conference. Um, so I'm hoping in the next year to switch over to a model where we have people pay to come, but then it'll be less uh, work on us to try to, to fundraise. But it, it was important to get all the scientists together. You know, you can't, I didn't want to go out there and say, this is what we know about female brain injury until I'd gotten all the really smart people together and, um, synthesized a lot of their data. And the other thing we like to do is encourage new researchers, young researchers, people still in graduate school. So if we can get them to talk about concussion from an overall gender standpoint, um, you know, a young researcher has 30 or 40, 50 years of research ahead of them. So if they can come to one of our conferences yeah. and get inspired to do this kind of work. And the thing is, if, if we know men, males and females are different in brain injury, and if we can figure out why, if we can figure out it's substance X or hormone X, then that can be a, a, a possibly something that we can tinker with and help women and men. Actually, this leads on to my my in the, my last few questions are kind of ones most together. But when you were in your work as a social worker, because it just sounds like you're you're now you're focused a lot on a lot on thinking questions. When you're working actively as a social worker, was there an understanding of you you your colleagues of the differences between female and male male concussion, or was there any real recognition that there was a difference? I worked in two concussion clinics and there wasn't anything different about how we were supposed to uh, work with the clients. Um, and I, you know, I think, I think a lot of the times the female injuries have just been kind of written off by doctors going, well, women are just more honest. You know, my female patients are just expressing more. So yeah. I think it was kind of written off as, you know, it's a girl thing. Um, not in a cruel, you know, way, but you know, just, a I don't think that the women's uh, – it's hard because I, I get in trouble for sometimes saying these things, but I get I got slammed. I used the term in one uh, interview, sexist, but and I got slammed. Oh. I, guess, I get a lot of hate mail, yeah. but uh, let's just say that um, I, don't, I don't know if women's pain was viewed as, you know – equal to that of the man. I know it just, it depends, but I, I, I think we know what you're generally kind of getting at there. But So one of the, yeah. one of the things that is that women, were, women, women and girls are not told that their concussions potentially could last much longer than a man's. And if there's more men out there that, you know, so I say, I know 10 guys that have had concussions. I know one female because there's more guy concussions. Exactly. So those guys get better, you know, all my friends got better in a week and I'm three weeks in, what's wrong with me? And now I'm two months in and, you know, suddenly relationships around me with school and, and my family and my job and things start falling apart. So 
um, what I want to do is change the protocol that women are like, hey, this might be three to four to six months recovery. What what kind of supports would you need? Hopefully, you'll be better in two weeks, but just in case, you know, how can we support you? And you know, maybe getting if you're in school a tutor, and you know, just making maybe you don't, you know, you take a leave of absence from your part time job, or just setting stuff up that's better. And I get a, women that call me every week to say, you know, I'm three months out. Am I ever going to get better? What's wrong? with me what am I doing wrong and I'm like you know what honestly until you cross over that six month sweet spot I you're still in the recovery phase you know yeah. so it's like lower the stress that they have like you know what it sometimes takes you know and I've seen kids take two or three you know one or two years to get better yeah you know, you know? and again it's it's the combination of you know what do you need to learn to live you know with brain injury what do you need to learn to live with and what's going to get better over time? You know, I I can't remember anybody's name. I call everybody honey or sweetie. You know, I, there are things that I do that I just can't remember names. And if I don't take my ADD meds, it's really obvious. You know, and I constantly lose my car keys, and they're just things. You know, and you can get really worked up about it. I was more con- I was kind of concerned about CTE, and I was I'm in the CTE study, the Legends study, um, Legacy study. Um, Chris Nowinski's, you know, and then all of a sudden I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I, I said to the yeah. doctor, you know, you don't yeah. understand. I'm a head injury person. I, I'm not really interested yeah. in cancer. Yeah. And he's like, it's not a choice, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't do cancer. You don't understand. Yeah. I'm going to die from CT. And he's like, well, you're going to die from cancer if you don't do something <laughs> about this. I'm like, okay. So, you know, actually getting cancer had me really uh, be much more relaxed about brain injury because I, I realize now you don't know what's going to get you so yeah I don't worry about CT anymore and I consider it a game like if I wake up and I can't find something I'm like okay this is a game let's pretend it's a video game where did I put my shoes you know so mm-hmm. I try to kind of play with my play with the 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 memory issues and not get to and I you know I keep a key I keep extra keys hidden mm-hmm. places um I keep you know I keep backups on my backups, you know, and sometimes, yeah. sometimes, you know, I end up with, you know, no five credit card, no money somewhere and I lock my keys at, you know, five sets of keys and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my kids laugh at me sometimes and, you know, I don't know. It, it's, I'm, I'm single, so I don't live with another adult that would sort of follow my you know, wow, this is the third time you've locked yourself out this week. Yeah. Um, so you keep an eye on yourself, kind of? What? You have to keep an eye on it, keep an eye on it yeah, yourself? Yeah, I guess so, but it's also like I don't, I also don't have that pressure. I, I sometimes wonder whether I don't get in another relationship um, because, mm. you know, I do wonder how, you know, what someone would think of some of the deficits. I mean, I, I do incredible things. Like I, I've done incredible things. I, I pull together people that would never consider going to a conference together. You know, I do really great things. And then I like lock myself out of my car, you know, constantly. So do you, have, do you, have, a, you have a dog there. Yeah. It's my dog. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, I heard him. that's my uh, shepherd. Uh, my shepherd lab. What's his name? His name's Moose. Her name's Moose. Moose. Her. Hey, you know, you said it. Um, but so, you know, I, uh, 
on on some levels, I think it affects my life on a daily basis. I'm maxed out on ADD meds. I can't take any more mm-hmm. than I'm currently taking for this particular drug. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to drag it out. So I don't know. You know, I I always joke we put together a dating site for uh, singles with brain injury, and they hook you up. You hook up with other people. You know, go into dementia together, and you know, I don't know. All, so all the fun it, stuff. Yeah. It. Uh, I watch a lot of my I, I watch a lot of people in the brain injury field struggle with it, and I think it's it's hard to do as a single person. I think it's also hard to do in a relationship. Yeah. Um, so uh, Jay Fraga, I was looking at him. He did a I don't you know Jay Knockout no. Project. He and his mm-hmm. wife just saw um, Bob Cantu, and they were talking about the fear of CTE and you know uh, how brain injury affects them and. As a couple, um, okay. yeah. So um, I think uh, I think there's a, a lot of stuff to be done still mm-hmm. with female brain injury, and I'm hoping to be useful as long as I can to do it. And you know, um, is there one change you can point to and say, okay, well this with this has changed a lot since I remember originally thinking about it, hearing about it, or thinking about it, or noticing it, noticing the issue. Um, I think the one thing that I want to change is that that when they do concussion education in schools, they do it with boys in one room and girls in another room and, and really talk about the reasons that kids hide concussions. And I, th- I think girls hide concussions um, for different reasons than boys hide concussions in the like, middle like of the As often, but for different reasons. Yeah, and, and I think there just needs to be sort of an honest discussion about it from a, a gender standpoint. Um and, you know, an understanding that when concussion lasts, you know, a couple of months, it's not like those kids are faking. Um, it's, it's, it's a struggle. And I've watched two of my boys and my three boys have gone um, through multiple concussions. I do think there's probably a genetic link, you know, why, why some families tend to have more concussions than other families. But there's so much we don't know. We, we know yeah. it, like one drop in the ocean about brain injury and concussions. So... Um, that's the thing. The closer you get to the, the the experts doing the work, you realize how little we know. Yeah. Well, geez, this is uh, enlightening. This is a really good chat because her love info, a lot of new stuff I didn't know about. I wasn't sure the, the the stats and the information you gave, and you obviously know a lot about it and cared a lot about it. And uh, yes, I think this is hopefully I hope this conversation Palo Alto was goes well. And the conversation, where to Boulder is that next year? Um, it's in Bethesda, Bethesda which is sorry, Bethesda, Maryland, sorry. and it's this yeah. giant campus, uh, NIH National Institute of Health. And National Institute of Health um, employs 300,000 people. It's the largest yeah. health uh, uh, organization. I mean, everywhere in the country, is it? It's it's massive. It's just yeah. you have to like if you have to go through like airport security to get into it. It's amazing. So the fact that they're interested in in this and are willing to host us, um, yeah. it's kind of like a dream come true. So uh, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. So and you know the military is really interested as more women move to active duty combat and act and training for that combat. So the yeah. VA has been very supportive. Um, you know, and the next thing is to bring on domestic violence. Um, yeah. And what I would personally love to do is that everybody that works in a domestic violence shelter or clinic um, has the same 
skill sets that like when we teach coaches and parents on athletic fields that you can screen and, you know, identify a possible concussion so that you can, you know, if a client comes in and just holding their head like, oh, I have such a bad headache, I have ringing in my ears, I'm kind of seeing double, that yeah. someone will know that those symptoms could be a possible head injury and know yeah. to ask and then get that, flag that person for medical provider. Huh. So there's a lot to do. It's pretty cool. It's pretty there's cool. A lot to do. Yes. Women I've met with brain injury are all awesome. And so, uh, yeah. Well, great. Well, and thank you. I met, I met a great one tonight with brain injury. I met, I met you. So I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So thanks so much. And, uh, yeah. So, um, hopefully these conferences go well and, uh, we can keep in touch on Twitter or, uh, on right. Facebook or so. Yeah. Well, like that mentioning that mentioned before I before yeah. I turn off this mentioning your Twitter, Facebook or anything you want, anything addressed to people can find out about you. Okay, so it's pinkconcussions.com or at pinkconcussions on Twitter or um uh I also, for the sports one, Sports Cap, which is not the best URL, but it's C-A-P-P, -P, Sports with an S, C-A-P-P. -P. It's Concussion Aware and Prepare Program. But And then uh, the other thing is you can do hashtag Pink TBI, which is the shortest. Hashtag Pink TBI. Yeah, on just so in, the, in the tweet, really. Yeah, in the tweet world. Um, we're going to try to do some um, either Periscope or possibly um, live feed from the conference. Still working on that. Oh, wow. um, Great. But we'll get – and then we're writing a paper from the last conference. So we'll be hopefully publishing that soon too. And so, those will all be on pinkconcussions.com? Yep. And um, I think that's it. Yeah, pink, pink concussions on Facebook and um, Instagram. We're kind of everywhere. Great. Thank well, thank you so much. And uh, it was a great chat. I learned a lot. So thank All you. Right. Thanks for having me on. Thank you again to Catherine for talking to me today. Don't forget to check out Pink Concussions at www.pinkconcussions.com on Twitter at Pink Concussions, on Instagram, and don't make sure you visit and like her page at Pink Concussions on Facebook. I would also like to mention that I'll be speaking at the NL Wellness Expo at the Remax Center in St. John's on Sunday, September 25th from 1.45 until 2.15 p.m. It'd be great to see you there. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. As always, the music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.